Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 140. A distant woodpecker drummed against a rotten log. Shadow became aware of eyes on him. A handful of red cardinals stared at him from a skeletal elder bush, then returned to pecking at the cluster of black elderberries. They looked like the illustrations in the Songbirds of North America calendar. He heard the birds' video arcade trills and zaps and whoops follow him along the side of the creek. Eventually, they faded away. The dead fawn lay in a glade on the shadow of a hill, and a black bird the size of a small dog was picking at its side with a large wicked beak, rending and tearing gobbets of red meat from the corpse. Its eyes were gone, but its head was untouched. The white fawn spots were visible on its rump. Shadow wondered how it had died. The black bird cocked its head onto one side and then said in a voice like stones being struck, You Shadow Man? I'm Shadow, said Shadow. The bird hopped up onto the fawn's rump, raised its head, ruffled its crown and neck feathers. It was enormous, and its eyes were black beads. There was something intimidating about a bird that size this close. Says he will see you in Cairo, talked the raven. Shadow wondered which of Odin's ravens this was. Hugin or Munin? Memory or thought? Cairo? he asked. In Egypt. How am I going to go to Egypt? Follow Mississippi. Go south. Find Jackal. Look, said Shadow, I don't want to seem like I'm... Jesus, look. He paused, regrouped. He was cold, standing in the woods, talking to a big black bird who was currently brunching on Bambi. Okay, what I'm trying to say is I don't want mysteries. Mysteries, agreed the bird helpfully. What I want is explanations. Jackal and Cairo? This does not help me. It's a line from a bad spy thriller. Jackal. Friend. Talk. Cairo. So you said. I'd like a little more information than that. The bird half-turned and pulled another bloody strip of raw venison. And that's our page. At the top of the page, Shadow has a bit of a flashback to his time in prison, and he's reminded of the Songbirds of North America calendar, which was the only calendar the prison gift shop sold to prisoners. He sees, he hears a woodpecker and sees a number of cardinals. And the book is going to start getting a bit more into birds as we go forward, which... I'm not saying that right. There's going to be a lot more references to birds, and there's going to be a lot more classical sort of mythological symbolism attached to birds as we move forward. And I think it gets pretty varied as we... Well, let me start that sentence again. I think that the classical symbolism and mythology behind birds is pretty varied. So it, it... As I poked around researching, it definitely seems to depend on the culture as well as the bird itself. For instance, in Norse myths, ravens would be considered good omens, but in American culture, they're more likely seen as harbingers of death or something similar. I'm not 100% certain what a woodpecker represents, but various online sources have various ideas on what a cardinal means, from love to luck to, in the case of Shadow, a representation of a loved one who has passed, which could connect back to Laura, but... There's so much on bird symbolism online that was not backed by a study of classical literature or anything like that, so I'm going to just take everything there is there in a grain with a grain of salt. Cardinals get their common name and scientific name, Cardinalis, from the senior leader of the Roman Catholic Church, the Cardinal, which I don't believe to be significant in any way to what we're reading, but worth mentioning in passing at least. Here we do meet one of Wednesday's ravens in the flesh for the first time, and he's described as being the size of a small dog, which is 
which is just a goddamn nightmare. Uh, the Raven instructs Shadow to follow the Mississippi Road to Cairo. It's spelled like the Egyptian city, but on the page it's spelled K-A-Y-R-O, which is uh, good to have that pronunciation because I don't know that I would have made that if it was spelled out like Cairo. And Shadow notes that he can't get to Egypt, he can't get to Cairo, well, Cairo in this case, and that this would mean that it wouldn't be American gods anymore. But we'll have an answer to that pretty soon. The alliteration on Big Black Bird Brunching on Bambi is pretty great, and Bambi is a 1942 Disney film. came out August 21st, 1942, directed by David Hand, produced by Walt Disney, Based on the book Bambi, A Life in the Woods by Austrian author Felix Salton. I could go on. I've only seen Bambi, I think, once in my life. So one or two of you out there probably have seen it more often and have more familiarity with it than I do. I know it's a deer and I know mom dies and, you know, that old chestnut. So anyway, Shadow tells the bird that he doesn't want mysteries. And this definitely makes sense given how much bad shit he's been absorbing over the past few days since leaving prison. He also just mentioned on the previous page that he wants to know things. He wants to know how it's going to end. And mysteries are not conducive to endings. Shadow also has a lot of open-ended business regarding the old gods that he's been associating with and with the possible government agency or whatever it was that kidnapped him. He's also got the mystery of Laura being back from the dead, the Liberty Dollar that was once a moon, that was once the moon, really, and a lot of other small mysteries that he's dealing with. And... The Raven's just giving him one more that he can't figure out. The Raven, though, tries to tell him that Jackal is a friend, and Jackal lives in Cairo. So you can make the correct assumption that that the Egyptian pantheon will be making an appearance sooner in the novel rather than later. It's noted on the page that the, the spelling of the bird talking, both how it talks, it says the bird talked, it's spelled T-O-K-K-E-D in that case, and then it also just has him have this little italicized sort of um, italicized phrase. I don't know what to call it, but just T-O-K in that case as well, down near the end of the page. And I was trying to find a reference for that. I don't know. There's a lot of things that are that are abbreviations in T-O-K, but that was about as far as I got to it. I think it's just supposed to be some ki- that kind of raven noise that ravens will make when they're cawing. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.